Hi, I'm Chris. Welcome to OCD Geeks. And I'm Jack. Hi, guys. For those of you who are new to our channel, we are the OCD Geeks podcast. We chat mostly about geek pop culture, especially TV series and movies, but also music, gaming, and language learning. Especially about gaming, we decided to open a brand new channel that is called Aki Geeks. It is available both on YouTube for the video edition as well as Spotify and maybe your podcast apps so if you are into gaming you're welcome to check it out guys don't miss it and let us know if there is a particular content you might want us to talk about here on the ocd geeks we focus mostly as i said on tv series and movies for today we have a very special review that we would like to chat about and i'm talking about the latest pixar movie Red. Of course, Chris. I actually was quite excited to see this on Disney+. Plus. Actually, I just gave it a try and I found it awesome. I don't know about you, but I really found it interesting for many reasons that I will try to explain. Same for me. I really enjoyed this movie. You know, I think With Luca is among one of my favorite related to Pixar animation. And about Luca, we must add now that in the next Oscars, it has been nominated as one of the best animations animated picture of the year. Maybe it's going to get some award. I hope so. And if you haven't listened to our episode about Luca, you are welcome to check it out. You know, just look for Luca review in our podcast feeds or a YouTube channel if you are watching on YouTube. This new Pixar movie, Red, it's very interesting because it involves many beloved and common themes. I'm referring to the passage between childhood and adolescence that we even saw in the less recent Inside Out, for example, or even uh, Up itself. Just to give you a general framework about the story, the main character is the 13 years old May. Basically, she's able to uh, transform herself into a red panda when she feels very deep emotions, might be anger as well as joy. Life during that time, so last year of middle school, transition to high school, is already complicated by itself, but you know, our character May, she has other challenges to face. Of course, it's the biggest challenge of her growing up because it it sums up the problems that adolescence brings about. For example, the troubles with friends or, you know, different views with the family, the relationship between May and the mother is quite complicated. There are some issues because the mother is hyperprotective toward the daughter. She constantly represses her independence somehow. This is the, the main line of the whole movie, I guess. Yeah, something that is really cool at least for me and Jack, is that the movie takes place in 2002. The character at that time, as I said, she's 13. You know, exactly the same age we were in 2002. So I felt kinda similar memories to be an adolescent in the early 2000s. You can recall the vibes of the recent decades when we grew up. It's something unusual for a Pixar's movie, which is mainly staged in a contemporary world. So 
this is something that uh, reconnects with our past. Yeah, if you are around our age and you grew up during that time, most likely you will notice small details, for example, the older phone instead of smartphone, as well as CD player instead of iPod. You know, small details, but I really enjoy finding those as well. I even spotted the, the old Tamagotchi that we used to feed an electronic animal. I remember that one as well. Even the style of music resembles quite a lot the early 2000, you know, pop music that I'm sure that many of our classmates really enjoyed back then. Yes, Chris, when I was a young teenager, I remember listening to audio tape in my dad's car, you know, also as a boy, stuck with some tapes by famous boy bands like, for example, Backstreet Boys or Aqua between the 90s and the early 2000s. I would even say blue, but I was not uh, really involved in blue era. I remember that around that time I was quite into rap music. I was listening to Eminem as well as Will Smith. So I didn't like uh, boy band in general. I was more like a rap uh, kid. On the girl side, uh, we could say also the Spice Girls or Destiny's Child. So a couple of decades that were really inspiring for boy bands in general. Yeah, I think so. And something that I really enjoyed about the movie is that it takes place in Toronto. And uh, you know, I have a special connection with the city because you know, I used to study there at least for uh, one year at university. It's something that it's really cool because you know, if you live in Canada or maybe you just visited Toronto you will notice some landmarks for example the CN Tower as well as the typical transportation system the TTC or famous neighborhoods for example Chinatown because this movie has also Far East vibe and culture. Yes that's very interesting that the, the, the family of May has Chinese roots but has been accustomed in living in Toronto also it tells the story about how they started their own business connected to a temple. It's also very cool to notice how the transmission of this family business will continue. We'll see some ritual passages. You know guys that we decided to name our podcast the OCD Geeks because we like to combine this mix of pop culture, geeky pop culture, as well as mental health. Even in this movie, maybe you know, not so much for young kids that maybe they just enjoy the story, but you know, if you as an adult, you are watching this movie, most likely you can reflect about uh, some themes related, for example, to emotions and how it is important to leave space for all kinds of emotions. So not only, you know, to happiness, but also, you know, just know that it's okay to feel sad or to be anxious or, you know, I kind of noticed this hidden uh, message throughout the movie and I really appreciated and you know Jack that like uh, pretty much all Pixar's movie, you know, you can see them from a child perspective and just enjoying, as I said, the story and the action and jokes, but you know, as an adult uh, you can reflect upon deeper themes that are always present in Pixar's works. Yes, Chris, that's right. This movie 
Red Panda is an important part of ourselves that we should find a way to express somehow and uh, it's not easy especially when, when you grow up because of course you, you take on yourself all the expectancies of the family and all the hopes for the future I mean, when you have to carry all the sacrifice your parents uh, made for you on your shoulders, it's not easy to handle. Of course, you have to find uh, a balance between the relationship with your friends, who are indeed part of your family, people that will understand you better than anyone else. I think this movie really highlights the importance of love connections in life and how it's important to be appreciated and to feel included. So Jack, would you recommend Red to our listener? Once again, another insightful and inspiring Pixar's movie, quite deep and profound in the message. About Pixar movies, the quality is always top-notch, but every movie can speak in a different way to everyone, at least for me and Jack. Luca was quite meaningful since we are Italian, so we were able to recognize many easter eggs about Italian culture. But even this one I will rate it among the top Pixar movies. That's great, Chris. I'm glad about it. So, if you are curious and you want to check it out, it's currently available on Disney Plus for all members. You don't even need a VIP access in order to watch this one. Yes, guys, if you want to check out our Instagram pages, you can check at uh, Jack that uh, OCD gigs and Chris that uh, OCD gigs. Yes, we also have a website www.ocdgeeks.me and if you go there you will find a link to our brand new Discord community Aki Geeks, the place for all geeky conversation and contents. So you're welcome there as well. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a comment under this video here below. Yes, so for now Jack, let them talk our freaks. We stay tuned on OCD Geeks.